Welcome back to JV Sports Podcast. Today is Saturday, July 31st. It has been a minute since we've recorded anything, so a lot of things have gone on in sports and are going on at the moment. It is almost August now. Um, football's coming back. You can kind of smell it in the air a little bit. College is going to start going uh, start doing camps again. NFL's already in camp. But one of the big stories that has dominated all of sports the last like week and a half, two weeks, has been college football realignment. Before that, Milwaukee won the finals. I don't really care. I really didn't want to talk about it. I don't care about... It's been so long. I know. Milwaukee won the finals. Giannis got uh, finals MVP. Just wanted to throw it out. I don't really want to talk about college football stuff, but we're going to. Yeah, it's a big thing. It doesn't affect... It doesn't really affect me. It affects all of us. It doesn't affect my team. Yes, it does. My team will be trash. No matter what. Whether we, if we add another team, right, go go on what you were gonna say. This first. is big enough and it'll affect all of college football. But it really you did you since you wanted to bring up the whole us being so wrong about the finals, saying yes we were wrong. I said Suns and six. I was totally wrong. Chris Paul kind of died out there at the end. Devin Booker wasn't necessarily ready for the moment. He didn't play bad, but he didn't play great either. And DeAndre Ayton wasn't necessarily able to pull through and play like he did in the series before. Giannis decided to play inside. He didn't take too many outside shots once he decided, hey, I'm a big man that doesn't take a lot of, like, deep threes or anything like that. He ended up taking over the series, and that's why he got series MVP. And uh, nothing but respect to him. But if we're being totally honest here, I, I they say luck has to happen for a lot of teams to win championships every year. It does. But if KD wore the right shoe size, they would have been in the finals just unlike them. So, does it, does it really matter? Like, I, it does matter. It, respect all to him, but there's a, you can make a caveat to any championship. Got any thoughts? You're not a Chicago fan. I'm sorry. I am a Chicago you fan. You will never be a Chicago fan again in my book. I am a Chicago you fan. You rooted for the Nets so hard, you didn't even watch a Chicago game this year. I'm not having this conversation with you again. We already had this conversation. I root. I was rooting Whatever. for to watch Whatever. KD Go to the be great. Football stuff. Whatever. Go to the college football stuff. College football. Blah blah blah. SEC. Big big is, Okay. Okay. Let me just paint the picture here. So about a week and a half. Paint the picture. Yeah. Shut up. Week and a half. Two weeks ago, um, there was news reports about the two very big. Two. V- <laughs> Sorry, somebody's phone decided to go off because they don't know how to silence their phone. And he wants to play a game while I'm trying to paint the picture here for everybody. Just go, go. Why are you talking about what I'm doing? Two big, vi- <laughs> two ba- two very big college football programs by the names of the Texas Longhorns and the Oklahoma Sooners, both a part of the Big Twelve. Well, at least they were. They it came out that they were talking to the SEC about potentially joining up with them. This is a very big deal because. Obviously, with Texas and Oklahoma, they were pretty much the two biggest schools in their conference, being the Big 12. And everybody kind of, at first, were like, why would they want to do this? Texas has pretty much owned the Big 12. They like, Even though they haven't been good in so long, they have been, honestly, been the big money maker. Pretty much anything that said, they says goes. Heck, there was even a rule that the Big 12 was talking about, where you know how the teams are starting to do the horns down yeah, sign towards them. You know how they do the horns up, all that. Teams that were going to do the horns down to them, they were going to get penalties. They were going to make that a penalty if other teams did that to them. 
and that's just they're making that a taunting penalty and that's just just for texas right obviously the only people that care about that is texas and they were going to make a make it a whole rule so obviously whatever texas says goes and they decided hey i don't want to be the big boy in my own conference anymore and they want to go talk to the sec and they want to be a part of alabama's conference where texas won't be the big boy anymore it'll be bama it'll be georgia Texas will be somewhere in there because they make a lot of money, but on the football field, Texas is nowhere close. Actually, Oklahoma is what makes it enticing because Oklahoma is the better football team. Yeah, but like you said, Texas is the money. They they do make a lot of money, and they had their own network there for a bit, and they were making they were making money, but obviously, they're they're going to make a lot more money going to the SEC for both schools. Yeah, so I think it. I think it was more of a package deal. I think without Oklahoma, they didn't want Texas. Well, obviously, you don't want to have an odd amount of teams, right? So if you add one, it obviously would make it a lot better to add another. And Oklahoma pretty much makes it I know, great. But if Texas was to leave with any other school in that conference, they're like, I don't want you. They would SEC would send them back. It would be less of a slam dunk. I can definitely say SEC. 100%. SED, SEC, SEC would send them back. I don't want you. I, I wouldn't say that. That's I just think a they lot would send them back and tell them to bring Oklahoma. That's true. No, no, no. It Absolutely. Make, it makes it a slam dunk. It's like now there's two more teams that Alabama in the top – whoever – who else is in that conference? I don't even remember. Georgia. Oh, yeah. I do know that. I do know Florida. That. It would just be those three teams beating up – because Texas is going to get beat up. We can Auburn. all admit that. Texas – yeah. If you honestly – if you if they were to – because – If okay. Texas was to bring anybody else, it would just be those two teams getting beat up. Now it's much more fun because Oklahoma's there. Oh, yeah. The Oklahoma definitely does bring a, hey, they're actually able to compete right now with the athletes that they have. I wouldn't say that necessarily every year, just due to their defense isn't always that great. But no, obviously, but it's much more fun than like, oh, it's Texas versus Alabama. Oklahoma versus Alabama sounds much more enticing to people. Oh, yeah, for sure. But here's the thing, though, right? So there's a caveat here. So how TV deals and media rights work. So with the Big 12, they have their TV rights deal that they're locked into until 2025, right? So with that, they now speculation is, hey, are they able to leave before that media deal rights is up? So yes, they can. From what I've read, it is going to be it is going to take a big big paycheck for it. Though they said it's going to be around seventy to eighty million dollars per team to get out of that media rights deal. I think either way, even if they're willing to pay that, they wouldn't be able to do that until next year. They wouldn't start like an SEC schedule because these schedules are done so far so far out in advance. I just don't believe that they'll be able to handle it this year. But I do believe that within the next year, like maybe next year, the year after that, Texas and Oklahoma will pay up. They'll pay that money because, heck, they're paying that every year. Well, Texas has been paying that every year to get rid of coaches anyway. They've been buying out coaches left yeah. and right to buy, get a new coach. So, And they have big enough boosters, I believe, and I think Oklahoma has the money to do too to where they'll both do it and they'll be out of the Big 12 in the next couple of years. I don't think it's going to wait till 2025, and I think it'll change – College football forever. I think it'll be the end of this season. Ah, probably. If it doesn't really matter the year after that, or the I don't think it's going to be all the way till twenty twenty five. But what happens is, is that it gives a lot of all the other teams in the Big Twelve a chance to maybe think about what their futures are going to be, because without those two teams, the two best teams in the Big Twelve, is there a Big Twelve? I think it almost disbands the Big Twelve. Because I don't think you're going to get. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna be able to get any teams that are going to make up for what you lose with those two teams. Those two teams have the biggest draws in the Big Twelve. They're the two teams, if any, that are like Who's Oklahoma. In, Oklahoma's who else is been in the Big Twelve. 
nobody of consequence. Oklahoma, like the best team, like in the rankings this year, the best team that's would be left if the if you take away those Oklahoma and Texas, like Iowa State, they're ranked in the top ten for a lot of people this year. Um, but that's not happening every year. They're not necessarily a college football staple. But I do believe that. So it'll give a lot of the te- other teams a chance to maybe shop themselves around. Maybe the Big Twelve wants to decide to go get other schools like Houston and like some of the smaller schools and maybe try to get them to, up to the Big 12. South Florida's out there. But again, they don't have the big fish, right? So if they're not going to be big enough to go get a big fish, Notre Dame and all, maybe some of the bigger schools that are out there, right? I believe that's probably in everybody's best interest for them to break off and go find another conference. One of the com- not everybody's going to want those teams, though. No, no. I wouldn't say all the teams will necessarily be able to go wherever they wanted, right? But let's just say that a couple years ago, it started off this whole thing. What if we had these super conferences, right? So we don't necessarily have four. Like, we don't necessarily have five conferences. It, if the Big 12 was gone, you'd be down to four conferences, the Big 10, SEC, Pac-12, and ACC, right? So what happens if the Big 10, uh, Pac-12, and the ACC all decide to take a couple teams from the Big 12, absorb them, and then next thing you know, you have four super conferences. I think it has to happen anyway because the Big 10 can't sit with 14 teams. I think the Pac-12 has 14. I've always thought so, no, they have, they have, that we're they called have the Big teams. 10, and we haven't had we've had more than 10 for like five years now. Yeah, it's been a bit. I just find that hilarious. It is funny, but we have like they're gonna have to do what they gotta have to do because let's just think like if you think about it, you can't let the SEC become as powerful as they are with those two. With those two media markets, they're going to get a lot of money coming from that. And not to mention, if there's going to be a expansion of the college football playoff, like that's going to be, you do not want the SEC to get to a point where they're going to be asking to get three or four SEC teams into a potential top twelve or top eight, whatever they do for the expanded playoff, right? So you got to add some beef to the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, the ACC. So let's let's. So, yeah, I do believe this is going to be a big thing for college football forever. But we're going to bring this a little bit closer to home for you and I. Me being an Ohio State fan, you being a Michigan State fan. Is there a team, is there teams that you potentially would want to bring to the Big Ten? Ideally, just for matchup sakes or for brand specific, like, because to be honest, when you bring in a team, right, from you bring up a team from a different conference, you not only bring their t- fans, you also bring those potential recruits from that state. I'd probably bring in Notre Dame. Uh, obviously, that's a bi- that, me too. That'd that's be the big like fish. That's like the only team I could really think of that If I the want. Big Ten were to get Notre Dame, and let's just say if you're going to take somebody from the from the uh, Big 12, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. If you got those two, if you got a, a couple of those teams, that would make that would be a pretty big beef up, right? The only thing that makes Notre Dame a little bit weird because they're they have a deal signed with the ACC that if they're gonna go and sign with any um, any conference, it would have to be ACC until like twenty thirty six or something like that. I know they signed these deals for like so long; it's so weird. But why? That's a stupid deal. So ACC has first dibs. I'm just saying. I do believe that the, anything can be negotiated, and if the Big Ten threw enough money at the at Notre which Dame, which can, which they can, because even if even since even if the SEC is the big bad SEC, right? The Big Ten actually made more money than the SEC Cincinnati, last year. Is Cincinnati in our conference? No. Do they have a conference? 
Yeah, they're in the Mountain West, which is like they're they're still a power five, but they're just right below. So let's so Cincinnati's been one of the teams that are like, hey, maybe we can get into one of the power five conferences, right? I mean, yeah, Cincinnati probably most likely. Yeah, because they, 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 they play, play Ohio State well. twice a year, but yeah, they could do. It. But again, like they're they're little, they're the little little brother of they're the little little brother of Ohio State, so. Like, not many conferences. Little, little brother. Yeah. Who's your little brother, then? Team up more of a force. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what are we? Huh? What are we? We're their little you're, brother. You're another team there. Oh, uh, and the podcast. I'm done. Another I'm, I'm, team? I'm not doing this. Yo. I'm sorry. Are we better than worse Cincinnati? Oh, yeah, of course you're better than Cincinnati. Last year, I think Cincinnati probably could have beat, beat you. Let's be honest here. But on a year to year basis, I quit. I, I quit. On I'm a year to year basis, quitting. I've let, quit. Let me finish. I quit. Screw let you. Screw you. Finishing. I quit. Finish. You just called. You just called Cincinnati last year. You really think Cincinnati wouldn't have beat you, Joe? Joe. As the Cincinnati landed in the top twelve in the top fifteen. I think they beat Georgia last year. Good job. That's they beat Georgia. Cool. I don't care. In a bowl game. I don't care. Since Tell me I'm wrong. I'm just saying Cincinnati has a way less chance of being good than we do. I'm yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to say. That's a, a magic year for Cincinnati. In a though. year-to-year basis, Cincinnati is not. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. So screw most you. years, wow. Most years, Michigan State would beat Cincinnati. That I'm saying that right now. You hear me? They hear me. Whoever's listening hears me say that. So most years, yes, but obviously Cincinnati can have those years where they could potentially become. Like a little bit better, but obviously if they if they get, went into a bigger conference, they, they can then reckon, rec- they can recruit better. Because you get a, there's a lot of recruits out of Ohio that they could probably get well they probably on. already do, but like know, they can go they probably would go to other states and say hey if we're playing with the so 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 Big Ten so 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 ACC whatever right it'll be a lot bigger stage for those mm-hmm. kids for them to recruit from. I'm guessing they to. get a lot of recruits from like everywhere around us, Kentucky. Like they yeah, they get they, all the they get all the probably the players that don't necessarily get all the hype from get all those looks at from Ohio State the the team up stuff, north like all the big schools we used to do right exactly we used to get the guys that were rejects not rejects that right. weren't as wanted or couldn't get a starting spot which you said earlier made me mad but then I looked at it and I was like yeah these guys committed to bigger schools than like I'm not gonna start and came to us quarterback we beat you with that year was committed to Ohio State. Yeah, realize he wasn't the big fish in the pond, mm-hmm. and then came to Michigan. All right, yeah, well, I agree. So I think that would boost help Cincinnati out. I think that'd be oh, cool. It so would be. Could, I feel like bringing in Cincinnati and Notre Dame. I feel like that'd be a good one. I would. Would necessarily not. Cincinnati that, would be close to all the teams <clears throat> over here anyway. I would take Oklahoma State before because if you go to Oklahoma State, it brings in, it brings in fans from Oklahoma, obviously, and it'll so recruits obviously that'll help too. And it'll just bring up one of those. It's a bigger school than Cincinnati. I have to admit, like it, program in it general, is, but I basketball, like, football, like all and all the other ones. I believe it's a bigger yeah, Cincinnati fish. Cincinnati doesn't really have anything else besides football. They do have basketball. They have they're bigger. They are, they're pretty big in basketball. basketball. They are, yeah. Year to year basis, they're pretty big. Cincinnati is a really I always big. I when round. you're bringing in a team, you're not just bringing in football. You're bringing in basketball, kind of everything else. Everything, and I think I think Oklahoma State in general will be bigger. But my two teams would be Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Um, if if that's not the case, right, I would go Oklahoma State and Iowa State. Notre Dame would probably want to come over. They're not any big fish, obviously. They're not the big fish. But Notre Dame, like, you have to get into it. Like, 
the Big Ten has no other choice but to try to get into the bidding war and try to get Notre Dame. And we'd probably win the bidding war. We made the probably, most money last year. Prob- the ACC was distant third. Like did, there was like a Ohio State made like eight hundred million, SEC made like seven hundred, and then the the ACC made like four hundred. There, so it was like a there was a big difference. So they like in money they don't necessarily have it flushed. And let's be honest, the ACC, outside of Clemson, Florida State, and North Carolina because they're getting really big, ACC doesn't have a lot of juice. Like Miami hasn't been South good Carolina in some years. There too. South Carolina has always been. South Carolina is in the SEC. What's the fucking difference? Huh? What's the difference? What North Carolina's mean? only good at basketball. No, they've been getting like they have a pretty good coach. I forget why I'm forgetting his name. South Carolina, I know, is pretty decent at football. No, they just had a cornerback drafted. They they get players drafted, but when it comes to actual team success, like it's Alabama, nobody else. Alabama, Georgia, maybe add in Florida every once in a while. But then that's pretty much it. But they still get good recruits, obviously, because they're in South Carolina. It's a big recruiting ground, all, all that, right? So, yeah, I do believe that. So I truly, just to cap that all, I do believe that it'll change college football forever. I do believe that there will be three or four big super conferences. That'll be 16, 18 teams, and they will probably disband from the NCAA and make their own bowl. Like, they're going to make their own playoff. They're going to make their own rules. Why sit there and, like, oh, I don't want to do that. NCAA no, doesn't have any rules. Do NCAA doesn't have a governing body that really does their job. I don't want to break off, though. They're not going to break off. They're just going to do their own thing. Big Ten, I you're know, part of that. I know, but I swear to God, that would make it harder for my, for my team. No. No. In any in Look, in any world where I have to play Ohio State two times a year, Penn State two times a year, Maryland two times a year, mm-hmm. If we were to break off and we don't play any other teams besides us in our conference, I don't want that. Nope, but, not a chance. That's the thing. Why let the NCAA, who's supposed to be our governing body, right? They don't do, they anything. don't do anything. They don't do anything. So like they don't do like when it came to the uh, name, image, and likeness. They kind of just broke it open, let everybody, all the schools doing their own thing. They're not governing anything. They used to do like they when they were trying to, uh, like punish people. They were doing it stupidly anyway. So like they're not doing their job. So why let them get a piece of the pie? when it comes to money, if they're not actually doing anything to help out anybody. So I do believe you break off. They're going to make their own college football playoff. It's going to be their own thing. I don't think it will change too much for us because we're already in the big dance. Like, we're already a part of that big picture. So I I just believe that's probably where it's going. Um, The SEC is really powerful right now, and I have to say that the Pac-12 and Big Ten have to do – like, those two in particular, and obviously the SEC, but I don't believe the SEC has so much power outside of Clemson. They have – like – Let's, like, real quick, like, my dream scenario, Ohio State just call Clemson and Notre Dame and tell them, hey, come to the Big Ten. We'll just become the – we'll be just as big as uh, the SEC, and it'll just be us because the ACC would then die after that. The Pac-12 will be, like, barely hanging on by a thread, and that would be it. You have two big super conferences, and everybody else will stay in the NCAA. No, because then Clemson will have to actually fight you for a bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't want that. It'd happen anyway. Like I know, I, I, I get it. They don't. They wouldn't. Clemson leave. wouldn't want that. Clemson want to keep their own. They don't want that smoke. They no, want to have. They be, want their shot. They want to be guaranteed into the yes, playoffs. Yes, because then they have to play you two but times a, a year. But that's the thing. If it, the playoffs going to be expanded anyway, there's going to be eight teams or twelve. Two teams from Big Ten and two yeah, teams. Like when they go multiple to, teams can fit. They go to. They have to go. They come over to Big Ten and they have to play all these better teams. Better. Yes, honest <laughs> to God. Yes. Bottom top to bottom. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 has better teams than the ACC. 
maybe Oklahoma. Maybe if you like North Carolina is a is a big draw too. Like they'd beat they'd beat a lot of teams, but like other than those two, it's none of them are really that good. So really, mad scientist idea. You bring Clemson, Notre Dame in, say hey, we're let let's just do this. Let's just screw the uh, SEC over, and we'll just be the two big fish: the SEC, the Big Ten, and everybody else can kind of fall by the wayside. Clemson, I'm, I'm just Clemson wouldn't leave. Clemson wouldn't do it. I don't think they would either because they're getting their money anyway. I, do, I just the idea of having to actually play you before a bowl a bowl game shot. They don't want that. They don't want that. Most teams don't want that. Yeah, I don't but, want that. But, but <laughs> if I was able to, if Michigan State was able to leave to go to a smaller conference. Like, uh, who left? Texas and Oklahoma. What what conference did they leave? Big 12. Let us go to the Big 12. <laughs> Let us go to the Big the 12. The Big 12 is not going to sur- survive I the know, next couple of years. But there's no one in the Big 12. Right. So for those couple of years, if I if my team can get one bowl or two bowl, happy. happy I think life. y'all are locked. I think you're locked into the Big 10. But I know I know the dreams, dream, your dreams are dying in front of you. But it's because our name starts with Michigan. We're stuck. If Michigan yeah. isn't leaving, Michigan State has to stay. I don't think you're really – Locked in like that. Yes, we are tied to that team. I just don't think you're big enough to be a draw for everybody else. We were not, not anymore, no. Yeah. But you guys will get there. No, I, no I, we won't. I do think you guys will get there. Somehow. No, it's going to be a minute. Okay. Same as Cincinnati. It's going to be a minute. We're not there yet. So, all right. We're, we're going to come off of that point, right? So, we already mentioned how the uh, camps have started. A lot of NFL teams are back yeah. in camp now. One of the big stories going in is that remember the going all pretty much all off season the story has been Aaron Rodgers right, Aaron Rodgers says hey, literally right when the draft started, Aaron Rodgers says hey I'm not coming back to the team I want to be traded. While this time goes by, they're like hey why is Aaron Rodgers wanting to leave? Does he does he want to get paid more guaranteed money? Like does he feel disrespected? No, he just doesn't want to play for Green he Bay. He didn't. He didn't. Right? He felt disrespected. He felt like when they drafted Jordan Love is like a, one of the many cases that. Aaron, like when Aaron Rodgers came came out to camp, he had like a press conference where he pretty much said, with his own words, like, "Hey, the way that the organization treated their older players to get them out and bring new players in was disrespectful, and it's not going to be not a way to build a team." That's what he said, at least. So, standing on those laurels, he kind of came back with the um, they had to rework his contract. So, at least a little bit. This is a little bit iffy. So. What they said is is that his contract was supposed to go until 2023. They have now reduced that last year to where that year is void, right? So 2022. So after not this year but next year, um, they pretty much said that he can he will become a free agent after 2022. But they will also revisit him being a like trading him, just trading him and getting recouping something back after this coming season in 2021. So. I don't think that necessarily gives Aaron Rodgers everything that he wanted. He wanted to be but traded. But it's a lot better than what it was. Yeah, but it doesn't give him the control he wanted. He gives him a little bit of control, but it doesn't give him all the control. He's not a lot. Like, I think it's just all promise. There's nothing that they can necessarily write saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers, I, w- I promise to trade you. If 2021 goes by, right, Aaron Rodgers win, maybe wins another MVP. Maybe they get close to winning a chip again. They say, hey, you know what? I don't want to trade you. We're gonna have the same story go on next year. Like, yeah. at, like it's. I think Packers are scared. I don't because you think about it. The past thirty years, they've had top five quarterback, Brett Favre, and now they've had Rodgers for how long? It's been, uh, it's been sixteen years. They've had Rodgers for sixteen years. How long did they have Brett Favre before then? 
Well, they've had really good luck. They don't. I, don't, I feel like they're scared not having a top five quarterback. Let's behind. be honest. Like, it's been, this is going to be year two of Jordan Love, right? I do. Like, I believe that if Jordan Love was really showing that promise, they would have let Aaron Rodgers walk. Not necessarily walk, but the, they would have traded him, gotten a bunch of picks. They would have been a haul, right? No. Jordan Love is a first round pick with seventh round talent. That's I exactly what trash. Jordan Love is. I, I believe he he's is trash. trash. He is trash. Jordan Love is trash. I believe he, because let's be honest, when Aaron Rodgers was ready, they were ready to get Brett Favre out of town. Like, they were like, hey, Brett Favre, we want to get rid of you. We want you to retire or we're going to trade you. Like, they were ready to get him out. So the fact that they're so willing to hold on to Aaron Rodgers means that they're not seeing the return on Jordan Love. Because let's be honest, if you're going to, like, if you're going to recruit, like, what you can get out of a quarterback, you want to do it in their on their first contract because you don't have to pay them the big money yet. So if Jordan Love was anything near good, they would have gotten rid of Aaron Rodgers by now to get cheap again so they can get a bunch of players and maybe try to win a championship early. So I do believe in the long run that Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love's not even close to what they think is ready. I don't even think, why would you draft? Jordan Love was not meant to be drafted that high. He was a second, third round pick. Come on. Here's the thing. This is how dumb they are, right? So not only that do they have a problem with that, but Devontae Adams, he's going to be a free agent after this season and, and he wants to leave he, too no he doesn't want to be yes he, does. he, wants, he wants to be wants the highest paid right so this thing about him wanting to be the highest paid and then their their uh team president uh Gutenkunz, or that's their gm i'm not, i forget how that is he pretty much says hey he pretty much wants to be the highest paid and then our definitions of highest paid are different we have a difference <laughs> of opinion on what highest paid wide receiver is Devontae Adams definitely deserves it. Like, he's been, like, what's well, top wide receiver. And when it comes to a lot of these contracts, it's literally the next one up. So if you're a great player and you're the next one to get paid, you're probably going to get the highest paid contract, right? So they, he says there's a difference of opinion as to what highest paid means. That's how dumb they are. You get Aaron Rodgers back, and he, he says, I'll be with you for another season. That pretty much gives him a chance to maybe win Aaron Rodgers' love back and say, hey, we can be different. You can stay here for the next few years. Like Aaron Rodgers has wanted some sense of wanting some control, and if you're going to give him that, you're not going to. He's not going to be happy without Devontae Adams long term. You got to make it happen. And apparently, they whatever they're trying is not working. <laughs> Packers are going to go downhill, man. I I do think that after this season, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be adamant on a trade, and they're going to have to trade him. And Devontae Adams is going to want to leave, and he's going to be gone. And then next thing you know, Green Bay Packers are stuck with Jordan Love. Jordan Love is trash. I'm going to be honest. So is, uh, who's the dude on the Eagles? Uh, Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts also trash. I don't think he's trash. I just don't believe he – I don't – for the talent that he is, he's great. I just don't believe he's an NFL talent. Wentz <laughs> is hurt again. I think Wentz is. I think Wentz is such a good talent that he'll never actually play a full NFL season. Well, yeah, it, it, he's hurt again. I, they, they didn't say the severity of it, but he is hurt again, and I do believe he'll probably be ready for the start of the season. But I hope so. It is not looking great for the Colts right now, who traded a couple first round picks for him. Burrow's ready though. Burrow said he feels hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I guess so. You know, if if we're gonna be on who's on the up up again. Also, you know those uh, other offensive linemen we signed? Uh-huh. They got cut. Yeah, that happened. We cut them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got cut. They didn't even make it past third of the camp. Third week camp. They got cut. Gone. Okay. 
You know who, who was who hasn't been cut for the Lions yet? Penesol. But he's still there. Yeah, they just drafted him though. Yeah, and he's gas. Yeah, he is. I I, I watched his uh, more of his tape because you know I want to like imagine him in a Bengals jersey. He was downfield tossing people, uh-huh. not throwing, tossing them. Grown men. Uh-huh. But no, we wanted Jamar Chase. Okay, so. who's a four-star draft pick at best? He ain't the best wide receiver in the draft. Now that I think about it, I don't like. I don't think there's any other big stories. Like obviously, as camp goes along, I think there's gonna be uh, things I want to talk about our team specifically and how things are going. Any other big stories about camp that you think there are? I don't believe so. Um, not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about this. So. With the NFL coming out with a statement this year, right? They pretty much reaffirmed that whole thing about COVID, that if a team ha- uh, gets a bunch, because, okay, so here's the thing. With COVID going on right now, pretty much the same protocols are in effect, right? So these players have to go in and get tested every day. If you're not vaccinated, these players still have to go in and get tested every day, 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., something like that. They still have to social distance. They still have to wear a mask while, even while they're training. Like, all this, right? Just get vaccinated, man. Come on. This is where it becomes a big deal, right? So, like, it put everybody into a big uproar. They're like, hey, what is this happening? You're taking away these players' choice. And I'm like, I kind of get that, right? So, the I, so the big thing, the thing that started, like, made this into a wildfire, DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver for the, for the Cardinals, pretty much put out a tweet and says, hey, Taking my taking my choice away, it makes me rethink how if I want to like what I want to do long term with this game. So, pretty much implying that he may want to retire because the NFL is trying to make him give not make him because they they can't make anybody do anything right. But they are keeping these policies in order that will make it hard enough for these players to where potentially they'll want to get vaccinated. And let's not even just that. So if let's just say in the middle of the season you have an outbreak between players that aren't vaccinated, right? Because it's still at this at this point you can still be vaccinated and not and still get the virus but but the thing of the vaccine is supposed to help is not showing any symptoms right not getting the symptoms that lead to death anything like that right it's not as lethal not as lethal right so if so you can still test positive that way but if you have players if you have an outbreak of players that are not vaccinated and for whatever reason the game has to get canceled and if they can't make up that game Within the 18-week schedule, that team gives up the game, which is an automatic loss, and they will have to pay fines, which means players won't get paid. And that is, that's where players are. Some a lot of players are like, "Hey, what's where's my choice? Uh, what? Why is this all happening? You shouldn't make me have to do this with my body." But this is where this is where I think a divergence. Like this is where I defer from a lot of people that are like. That are just, hey, what about their bodies, their choice, all that, right? The way I believe that should go is is that in the game that they play, socially distancing, social distancing, when it comes to playing in a game, social distancing isn't an option. It's impossible. You can't. In a playing in the actual game, you can do that in practice, like all that. But when it comes down to the money time where where they get their stats and they get their paychecks, you can't, you have to play the game one way. And you cannot do that unvaccinated. And by doing that, you're putting everybody at risk. So while the NFL can't necessarily tell these players that they have to get vaccinated, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea that they shouldn't be having these things in, or, in these different policies because that's the only way they can do it. 
So they can't make these players do it, but they kind of have to keep these same because nothing is different. All the rules are the same. I think it just kind of make a bigger deal because they're like, so one of the big phrases going around is the percentage of the team that's vaccinated. So like teams are kind of pushing for 80, 85% vaccination rates and all that. I think Bengals are close to having that. There's a lot of people, not just players, but people in the world that are like, hey, if all these other people get vaccinated, it'll keep me from needing being vaccinated with the the herd mentality, right? So if most people are vaccinated, it'll keep everybody safe, right? But just because of how this virus is evolving and growing, just having most people vaccinated isn't doesn't work anymore. You have to have everybody vaccinated. And in the NFL, I do not mind the stances they have taken that every if you can't be vaccinated, you still have to follow these same rules, and that's just the way it is choice or not like you don't have to play football like you don't you don't have to get paid for it like there's there's a lot of other professions where you either get vaccinated or you get fired because of the safety hazard being a doctor like you like yes i get the idea that the science hasn't necessarily proven like all i've been vaccinated you've been vaccinated Mm -hmm. a lot of people in our family have been vaccinated not necessarily anything has happened but the whole idea that we don't know what the long-term effects are i'm like yeah we don't but we know the effects if somebody gets covid like we pretty much know guaranteed for the most part, if you get COVID, what happens? So like, I, I get it. People don't want to put something foreign in their bodies. They don't necessarily know everything about. And I, I understand that whole idea, but you're taking a chance just like those players that are vaccinated going out there, still taking a chance that may still get COVID. And if they go so near, near somebody in their family that hasn't been vaccinated because of this whole thing. And like, even though they're vaccinated, they can still carry the virus and give it to their family like, that's a risk that they're taking, too, that you're putting them at risk because you want to be stubborn. So, like, I, I don't I don't feel bad. I don't. Say you? you do, do you feel bad about it at all? No, I think it's the best of everybody. I do think it is. Like, I, I truly think it is. I think, hold on. Sorry. I feel like Bengals are a little over 80% right now. I, I, just, I think they said, said the Steelers are over 85%, but let's be honest here. It's all inflated because of everybody in camp has a bunch of players. They're going to have to cut players. They have to cut players at some point, so that may take away some of the percentages. But like everybody should be, I guess I just I, I get the people don't trust the man, and they they ninety seven percent is what the Bengals at. See, like that's 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 amazing. You want to try to keep try to keep people from getting grieving COVID and keeping their families safe, and like that's the only way to do it. So I, there is not a bad bone in my body because in general, right, if you like for normal people, right, if you don't get the vaccine and something happens to you, you get COVID, you experience some of the awful symptoms or hopefully not. But like people die, like, like there's a choice that you made there, right? There's a chance that you took it's your fault. You, you can't, took that chance. You took that chance. But if you're you, now you're selling what you reap, you when you reap know, what you when you know, for the most part, like people that have gotten COVID shots. They are, if even if they get COVID, they're not gonna get the worst symptoms. Even though we may not know the, I just don't believe that. Yes, we don't know the long term effects, but almost it's almost worth for it's everybody's worth the risk, sa- be honest. for everybody's safety, for your safety and everybody else's around you. I feel like this is this is worth the risk. So that coming off like so coming off of that, there's talking about people's stupidity when it comes to the vaccine and how hard headed not stupidity. Hard-headedness it's, people have. No, it's stupidity. I get it having a decent set a decent uh, set of s- skepticism about things. 
especially when it comes to the government and all this stuff, right? I, I get it. I totally get it. But everybody just wants to, like, just wants to live their lives. And, like, when it comes to football, they just want to play football. And we want to watch football. So just getting the vaccine makes your life a heck of a – like, I do believe the NFL is just playing that game, right? If they make all this happen, and these NFL players that have to go in at 630 will look at all these players on the other side that are all vaccinated, like at Pittsburgh camp, right? The players that aren't vaccinated, they have to wear a yellow a little, a yellow wristband indicating that they're not vaccinated. So they have to still follow the rules that the NFL has set. So those players kind of have to be in a way from everybody having to wear their masks, all that. They're going to be able to look at all these other players that don't have to wear their masks, don't have to be away from each other, and all this. They're, I think at some point they're going to crack because a part of the team culture, you kind of are outcasted by it, yeah. and they won't, won't want to be outcasted. So at some point, a lot of these players are going to give up on that, and I feel like for, for the safety of everybody, especially for football players that have to play every week, it's worth it. I think so, too. I definitely agree with all that. So, outside of that, we're going to kind of go off of the football thing. We uh, do got to mention a couple, one more big story that happened over the last couple of days. What? NBA draft happened. So, lots of trades happened. And the biggest trade of them all. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Let me make sure we say his name right. He deserves our respect. He's a great shoot player. Okay. Point guard that can't can shoot me, threes. Can you tell me what happened? Can, t- can you let me finish? I'm sorry. Let me. I'm the Lakers are not the worst shooting team in the league. Let me say what the trade was, man. Goodness. What? They got rid of Kyle Kuzma. Laker fans. Yay! Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook. Laker fans are so happy that Kyle Kuzma's gone. For they hated exchange, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> let me just say what the trade was. I'm sorry. Man. I've never seen like such a like true disdain for one player that the Lakers had for Kyle Kuzma. That That is true. So... Make sure I have the whole trade right. Because let's be honest, it doesn't really matter. We just talk about what the West Westbrook side of it. Um, Lakers trade. Bulls didn't have a pick in the first round either. I'm just going to fill in time while he finds this. That's why I didn't watch the draft at all. I like didn't the Bulls either. weren't I no involved. I'm like, they're not, they don't have a first round Do we pick. Do have a second round pick? They did have a second round pick. pick. It ended up being like a hometown kid. Like he's actually from Chicago. So I think he's like a two-way player or something like that. But Is he good? Because we've picked a, a lot of hometown kids. Derek Rose from hometown kid. I, I honestly don't know. Okay, so. So, the the Wizards traded Russell Westbrook to the Lakers in exchange for, let's see. Okay, so they traded Russell Westbrook, a 2024 second-round pick, and a 2028 second-round pick to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and the 22nd pick of the draft that already that just passed. So all that happened, obviously the big fist to Russell Westbrook. Looking at that team now, do you think he makes that team back at number one for the chip, like for the chip now? Does that make him the number one contender? They're already contenders anyway. Let's be honest here. Fully healthy. The Lakers are contenders, especially in the West. But does it make them the team to beat? Like, in my opinion, I do believe it makes them the team to beat in the West. But if I had to pick one team, fully healthy, health and health not an issue, I do believe the Nets is still it. Healthy KD, healthy Kyrie, healthy Harden. Yeah, that, it's hard. That yeah. team's hard to beat, man. Sorry, I just looked at the kid we drafted. He's actually kind of gas. I'm so sorry. I. It, like don't care right now because we're still terrible. I know. 
but that kid's kind of gas. <laughs> I can't keep you on one subject for anything. Well, go ahead and say your say his name. Sorry, um, I can't. <laughs> I O Domosu. A Y O D O S A O Dos Dosmu Dosmu. Okay, he's a guard. Uh huh. Um, he went to Illinois. Does he score? Top twenty-five pro. He was a top twenty-five prospect out of high school. He was on the uh, United States team that took gold in the um, 18th U American Championship. Took gold. That's pretty good. Okay. He averaged 13.8 points, four rebounds, three point three assists, and captured Big Ten honorable mentions honors as a true freshman. Okay, so that's not bad. I think it does give the Bulls some needed depth because after their starting lineup, things just started going downhill from there, especially at the guard position. As a junior, he averaged 20 points in in college. 20 points, 6.3 rebounds, 5 assists, and he led Illinois to the one seed in the NCAA, NCAA tournament. Okay, so he has some promise to him, right? Yeah, but so does every other player we've ever drafted. <laughs> so did Kobe White. So did yeah, okay, every other right. player we've no, ever drafted. No, 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 you're right. I Some get promise. that. They look gas in college. Okay, Kobe White so scored 50 once. 50. Yes. He scored 50 as a rookie. rookie. Yeah. Now he can't even get 13. Okay. This, back back to on the, your topic. Sorry. Back to the original I, topic. I like the about, big I like topic that teams I like. I don't care about the Lakers. We not making Westbrook. the finals. Does, the we- does Westbrook make the Lakers the team to beat? No. I agree. I think he make makes them a little worse. I don't think he makes them worse. Not I think they've become better. They're definitely better. They're probably the worst shooting team in the entire NBA. LeBron would be their best shooter, and LeBron is not necessarily a bucket when it comes from deep, especially from three. He's become a lot better. No, he's become no, a lot he's better. he's definitely better, but it's like Jordan in his later years. In a way that he could shoot three, but if they wanted a three, it was going to occur. And here's my other problem with it, is that LeBron has been playing a lot of point guard. Over the last couple of years, which is why they've kind of come into an issue with Dennis Schroeder because LeBron is trying to play point guard. He's not playing power forward anymore. He can't guard the power forward all the time. Like, point guard allows him to run the offense. Everything runs through him. He can make sure everything runs well, but it kind of makes it easier for him in the long run, right? So, bringing back Russell Westbrook, he doesn't play off the ball. So, when LeBron wants to play point, Russell Westbrook's kind of standing there. So, like, Russ Westbrook is at his best when he can drive to the basket. And you have Anthony Davis, and he won't want to play center. He wants to play power forward. So you're going to have two big bodies, potentially, when it comes to Davis, uh, LeBron, whatever center that they get. And you're going to have the lane so clogged because all these players want to get to the basket. And that's Russell Westbrook is not going to be a guy that shoots very well, like at least not consistently. When Russ Westbrook is at his best, he can drive down the lane and he can get to the basket. And he can run, and he run, has to have the ball in his hand. He has to run the offense to get the best out of him, right? So I, I don't mock me a guy that says that he can't share the ball. I just believe that it's kind of like a conflict of how, like all of their games that they're playing right now. I just don't get how that works. I don't either. I think it's way too similar for it all to work. I think the way that him and LeBron play is too similar. They, right? I think LeBron plays much better off ball than Russ ever has. Yeah, but LeBron doesn't want to play off ball. He wants to play point. Yeah, I think he's going That's to what he's been doing the last couple years because it's better I, I, on his body. That. I, he might have to eat that. So so I get maybe in the big games, I believe that it'll go go that way. And I believe Russell Westbrook's like late game late game decisions also plagues him as well. He gets he's never devoid of effort, but like he when plays he's hero ball. 
Right. He wants to. He's he has such a big will, but not necessarily the skill all the time to Do to it. capitalize. It's uh, who else? Does? Kevin Durant, another one that does that. No, it, no, no. And Kevin what, Durant makes good decisions. No, in basketball. that's what I'm gonna say. The opposites. Right. Okay. When the team is down, he will score those points. Right. He will do it. Uh-huh. Now, their will is probably the same amount. It's probably right around the same. The way they play when their team is down is ferocious. The decisions they make is much is very different. Russ is going to drive to the basket and not pass the ball as much. And I've seen him play back in OKC. When the team was down, he was not passing. He takes control. He tried to take control, put yes. the ball in his own hands. And during those games... He would have 55 to 60 points in a triple-double, but you look at his field goal percentage, and it's not great. Turnovers, and turnovers too. Yeah, and you look at his team, and it's like none of them shot the ball at all in the fourth quarter. Right. Like, it'll be like Adam shot the ball twice, and somebody else shot it once, and right. then no one else touched the ball. Yeah, but I, I, do, I do believe being with LeBron will help Westbrook with that, but like, but at the end of, at the end of the po- day, like Westbrook's gonna want the ball in his hands, and he wants what he decides to do is what he decides. I don't think to he do. makes it through the whole season. I don't think they make it through the whole season with Westbrook. I believe they do. I, just, I oh no. I believe they, they make it through the Westbrook. West. No, let's me me being honest here, my heart of hearts, it'll be Nets Lakers, Nets Lakers in the finals next year, and that'll be what it is, right? Nets I, Lakers. Nets Lakers. I think, Buck, I think the Bucks go back. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I. I I can't – too many stars aligned for the Bucks this year. You think the Suns figure out what happened wrong, what went wrong? Not to be the Lakers now. If the Lakers would have stayed the same, yes, I would say oh, the, Suns the Suns have a chance. the Suns did not play a team that wasn't injured, did they? Right. They, they they were also injured, but the Lakers were injured too. Yeah, but every team the, Sun pl- the Suns played was injured. Right. So – I'm happy to be honest, though. I'm I'm happy for Giannis. I really am. Like he deserves it. Like he the person he is, he deserves it. Giannis is funny. But dude. I but I I'd like be Giannis. I'd be stupid to say I'd put money on them getting back next year. Milwaukee, no, I can't. But I'm happy Giannis did it because Giannis was the one guy who everybody was saying he needs to leave if he wants. KD the chip. pretty much by himself with a shell of heart and almost beat the Milwaukee Bucks by himself. His shoes were a little bit, like I said earlier, his shoes were a little bit smaller. He was going to hit smaller. that three, hit that three, it, and that was it. Dagger, it was the end of the game. Yes. Right. So, like, but, so next year, I would definitely say, I would think it's Nets, Lakers next year, and I would put, I'd go for the Nets. I'd go for the Nets. Because the way, even though, even though those three players, KD, Kyrie, Harden, they all play kind of similarly, they all shoot. So it spaces out the floor. Yes. They can not, space so the floor they all have way. space to do what they want to do. And then all you need is two big men that can rebound, and that's it. Like maybe one more shoot, maybe one more like facilitator, and then a guy that can rebound the ball, and that's it. I just believe against the Lakers that they would win too. So I just believe it gets the Lakers closer to where you know they want to be. Free agent this who? year, who? Doug McDermott, guys. I'm not doing this. Okay, go ahead. Ha- say your say your <laughs> piece because I'm never letting you talk about Doug McDermott ever again. So go ahead and talk about Doug, Doug McDermott. McDermott right is probably one of my favorite players to play on 2K. Uh, specifically because he's just a white boy that shoots threes. He shoots threes, and I love Doug McDermott so much. And Joe hates that I talk about random players that don't mean anything. And I talk about positions that don't mean anything. Like, I love the fullback position. I think it's great. It is my favorite position in football. It is the least utilized position in football. Uh huh. But it's amazing, and I think we should talk about it more. Nope, it's on, not happening <laughs> on the podcast. It's not happening. I think we should talk about Doug unless Doug McDermott becomes a big cog in and a great team. It's yeah, I'm, I'm, I do not want to speak of his name ever again. He's amazing. He's a what happened when he was with the Bulls? 
I don't know what happened to every other player that was with the Bulls. I'm just like I. I, like it swa- like when he was drafted the Bulls, mm. I was totally soured by it because it, nothing ever came of it. So I was just sitting there like, okay, Doug McDermott's not really working. And then he comes back, plays with the Pacers, right? He plays for Pacers now. Yeah, he's on the Pacers. He's fine. He works, plays great. But I'm like, he's with the Bulls and it didn't work out. So I'm sitting there Every like, why am I talking about that? Every player goes to the Bulls and it don't work out. I get it, but it's just... N- name a p- name a player that was on the Bulls. I can tell you it didn't work out. Go ahead. No, you're right. Go ahead. You're Anybody. Right. Every player on our team right now ain't working out. Okay, I can agree. I okay. can agree. The Bulls is not really ran the best, but okay. So, I believe that's the end of our rambling. There, you have anything else you need to add? Okay. Um. So coming <laughs> in, we're gonna have we're gonna stop this whole taking big breaks thing. Probably weekly episodes, and I I think once NFL once a NFL week. slash college football comes back, we're gonna probably gonna be two episodes a week, if not more. Um, there's just gonna be so much to talk about when that's when honestly I get the most excited because football is just my favorite sport to watch. You know what we gotta do next podcast? We gotta figure out how you feel your team's gonna do. We're gonna be doing that obviously as the weeks come along, get closer and closer to closer to the regular season, and I'll like I'll be bringing other other people on because of their fans of their team. Probably a Browns fan, uh, uh, Giants fan, Giants fan. Like some people that I know, we're gonna probably bring some other people on to try to talk about try to talk us into saying their team's going to be great or whatever their feelings are. I want to kind of get some some one-on-one one-on-one ideas from somebody that's really a fan of their team is what's the best case scenario. So other than that, uh for all the people that are listening, it's really not that many right now, but heck, we have some people listening that are uh, like in other countries, in Europe, Ger- Germany, uh France. Like uh, it's really weird cuz we only have like a like obviously you can count on two hands how many listeners we get, but for the people that are listening every week that how, how matter how many, how little, uh, we I so appreciate it. Don't and we have two in France, or is it two in Germany? Uh, something like that. I don't know. That's I cool think though. it's like two in Germany. But everybody that listens to impor- to us is important because you're giving us your time. I really appreciate it. Pretty sure Jace here appreciates it, and hopefully we can add a lot more to that. I'm just here to talk about whatever comes. Up and honestly, <laughs> I just have fun talking about all this stuff, and I hope that everybody, anybody that's listening, is just having fun listening to the stupid things we like to talk about as well. All right. Thank you. Have a good day and uh I will you'll be listening to us soon hopefully. Peace. Bye.